Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, I just wanted to let everybody know it's the holiday season and Black Friday is right around the corner. So here's your opportunity to do several things. One. Knock out a gift and get it on discount on Black Friday. Two, go ahead and go to Fanatics. Three, Mitchell and Ness. And then four, it is now official. Agent 89 is back in the Panther uniform. And yes, not Smith. Steve Smith Sr. Thank you, Fanatics and Mitchell and Ness for getting me back in the Charlotte community. You can go out and get it. There will be a link ding, 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 attached to this. Go ahead and get them while they last. Agent 89 is back. Steve Smith Sr. Black Friday sale. It's been Black Friday for about three months, but it is finally actually Thanksgiving week. What is double, going double, on? Double. Good. What is going on 89's ideal plate? That's what the people want to know. I love turkey. You know, obviously I love uh, Thanksgiving turkey. Let's go with um, mashed potatoes. Okay. Gravy. Okay. Spoon. Put it in there in the gravy. And then I do stuffing, cranberry sauce, whichever one, the real cranberry sauce or the fake, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. You see the hat? That's where I'm from. T- Taster's Choice with condensed milk. That's what the first time I had coffee. All right? You putting gravy on the whole plate or just on the, the potatoes and, and turkey? Where's that going? Uh, it goes with the stuffing and um, gravy on the, on the cranberry sauce. Okay. What uh, what? How are we preparing the turkey? We going fried? We going so like we, an overnight we go, brine? We go every other. So we do roast, or you know, we'll we'll cook it in the oven or fry it. So last year, I think last year we fried it. So this year, we're uh, wife is uh, cooking it. Is is the eighty nine households? Because this has become controversial. Maybe even a two Americas thing. Is the eighty nine household a mac and cheese on Thanksgiving home? Uh, yeah, the wife makes mac and cheese. I'm not a huge mac and cheese fan, though. Interesting. Right? Like, not not every black person likes mac and cheese. So, <laughs> throwing it out there. Now, now my my mom did teach my wife how to make greens, though. So we, my, okay, uh, wifey always has the greens. So you know, my mom taught her to do it with the ham hock, but uh, now we just do it with the, uh, uh, you know, us Californians. You know this. Um, Healthy eating. We do it with uh, either turkey or beef bacon. What's your Thanksgiving uh, meal? Because you're going to use your superpower of fast metabolism. <laughs> Listen, I would love to use my superpower to get the rest of the country to agree that Thanksgiving's like if Fourth of July just had worse food. That's that's how I feel about Thanksgiving. Fourth of July food blows Thanksgiving food out of the water. It is a bloodbath. On behalf of the 4th of July, 
it's an okay day for me oh, i'm probably gonna make some stuffed oh, mushrooms oh, early in the day that'll on. keep me going hold the phone coley did you just tell me that hot dogs and wieners i did not well you're putting words in my mouth and chicken wings you're and, doing and, and ribs are now we're getting now better, we're getting there are a lot better fourth of july mm -hmm. is better than thanksgiving Listen, answer me this question. When you drive, you've you've done a lot of traveling, especially this season, but for like since you got to the Panthers, since your NFL career started, so like 20 years now, you've done a lot of traveling across this country. You've seen a lot of barbecue joints. How many Thanksgiving-themed restaurants do you see? Zero, because people don't want to eat that. They make the exception one day a year. We go, I guess we'll eat this food they ate 350 years ago. It doesn't play the rest of the year. Barbecue, top quality barbecue, some ribs, some steak, all that good stuff. Yeah, give me that 10, to, 10 days out of the week. Not even the seven. I need three extra. I, I don't I don't have a rebuttal, bro. It, it's your is your palate, is your stomach. I'm just telling I'm you what what I prefer. I like I like a little turkey on Thanksgiving, right? But you it's okay. You can't tell me that fourth of a July meal is better than Thanksgiving. It's once you do. I, I can't I can't get into this debate with you because you didn't see it coming. I I, I just put a, a flawless argument in front of you, and now yes. you're you're going back to high school. You're playing corner because you're backpedaling out of this thing. Well, first of all, if we're going back to high school and you put me in a corner, I will mollywop you out the corner. So let's just get that shit. No, I'm saying playing okay. corner back, not oh, putting you in a corner. That's what I thought. Go ahead. You square up. Yeah, listen, I can't fight modern day 89, but 17? <laughs> hey, uh, for the agenda, it's becoming bowl season. Mm -hmm. Right. You got the East. You, 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 you got the senior bowl. Then you got the East West Shrine Bowl. Man, I remember playing in East West Shrine Bowl. And got the MVP. It's not about that, but I need to say it because. Do you know I was an alternate for the East West Shrine game? And I have to give a shout out to my boy to the dog who was drafted uh same year, Quincy Morgan. Remember Quincy Ooh, Morgan? Sure do. Cleveland? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he decided he was too good, or whatever the case may have been, that he did not want to go to attend the East-West Shrine game. So I believe it was Gil Brandt called my agent. He said, hey, we got a guy that doesn't want to come here. Would Steve fill in? Agent called me. I was already heading to the Hula Bowl. So I was like, sure. I get to play at Minute Maid Park at the time. San Francisco Giants get to play back home. Sure. So played in the East-West Shrine game. Then after that, went to the Hula Bowl. But I have a picture of myself right here holding a trophy. But one of the cool parts, I was wearing number five. Why? Because that was Quincy Morgan's number. <laughs> and that was the only number. I came halfway through practice. I think I got there like Tuesday or Wednesday. A little bit of practice, play pump return. Mac Brown was the head coach. And it turned out pretty good. Go I was going to say, did you feel 
Like you had something to prove since you weren't originally asked? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And and here's the unique thing. Here's the cool part. So a lot of players that uh, were at the East-West at that time, I I did not go against, like, guys that were from Texas, guys from Mississippi State, Mississippi, like guys who were, like, who were a lot of press coverage. Mm-hmm. And, man, I get out there, and, man, I get up to the line. You know, and I played Air Force. I played Wyoming, uh, San Diego State. A lot of these guys where it was either zoner man, zoner man, zoner man, primarily zone. I wasn't used to press coverage every play. I get out there and oops, I give him a little head shimmy. Yeah, I'll get bench press at the line. I went right back to the right back in line. Come on, back up. Ran around one on ones, and I remember some scouts telling me at that time they showed that showed them that my desire to get better, that I am teachable, I'm a hard worker, and I'm not gonna take losing at a rep and go ahead and go in the tank. And so it turned out to obviously be a great deal for me. I played in three all-star games, bowl games at the time. They used to be called all-star games. Now they call bowl games. And so mm-hmm. I actually played in that game, MVP, played in the Shrine game, MVP, and I scored a touchdown in the Hula Bowl. I, the opposite quarterback was B- Drew Brees. Okay. Played in that game. Um, so I played in three all-star games. It was pretty, it was pretty fun, man. Great experience, great time for me. Um, really thankful. And so uh got some things coming up with the East-West Shrine game that uh it's pretty cool that I get I get to be part of and um and go back to a list of players, right? Uh, Jay Rice, uh there's so many names on there, and now my name gets to be attached to it with all those so much better players. So it's pretty cool and uh, looking forward to that back in, um, when it's coming up. I mean, even even talk about Hall of Famers like yourself and Jerry Rice. Zay Flowers last year, he had been playing at BC. He went out to that Shrine Bowl game. He helped his stock out a little bit. So you yeah, never yeah. – you're talking about the scouts watching you. You never know who's watching what. Not even just part of the game, but like you're saying, the week of practice, the reps, yep. all of that. Uh, you're wearing number five. That wasn't your choice. When no. did you make the choice <laughs> to, to claim 89? I uh, did not make the choice to claim 89. 89 claimed me. Short okay. story, really unique story. So I get drafted and I, you know, I fly all the way from um, Utah all the way to North Carolina. So get there, get in late. So I'm excited, walk in locker and the whole time, at this time, this is where Ray Carruth was on the team or on the exemption list. Yeah. Uh, for that stuff that I'm not getting into. He wore two, he he dabbled into two numbers. He wore 83 and 89. And his last game was 89, uh, in which he was removed uh from the team for, you know, you can Google that. I'm not getting yeah. into that. It's no. a it's a horrific and horrible uh story. And so I'm walking in the locker room and I'm like, Please don't be 89. Please don't give me 89. Please don't give me 89. What you think I got? <laughs> <laughs> I got 89. And I, I look in the locker and I'm like, ah. So I go to Jackie Miles at the time and say, Jackie, can I get a different number? He said, nope, absolutely not. You're a rookie. You don't get the request. So I'm like, all right. So I go through my whole rookie year. 
And I requested what the team president at the time was Mark Richardson. And I requested to have lunch with him. So we had lunch. And he was like, what's up? I said, man, can I, uh, can I get a different number? And he looks at me. And Mark, if you know, if you ever heard Mark speak, Mark has a heck of a country accent. And it's, it's, it's really thick. Like, are you? I don't even want to try to mimic it, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's a really thick country accent. Right? And so, so I'm talking to him. And here's how it goes. So he listened to what I said. And he says, well, if you want to change it, you can change it. Well, let me tell you why. Steve, the reason why we gave you 89 is because after you know the ordeal with Mr. Carew, we have been given that number to a lot of other players who have been guys who just come in for a little bit. So that number has always been like the guy we give that number to who's on, who's we moved up from practice squad or a guy we just brought in from somewhere. And so we gave you that number hoping that you will change the misfortune of that number that's established with that number. And it sucked to hear that because I walked in there thinking, and also it was about me, but I never really understood why they gave me the, why they forced me to wear that number. And he basically said, we gave you that number because we wanted that number to mean something here because what it is known for it's an asterisk. Right. And so we want you to change that number. So if you want to change it, that's fine. But sleep on it. Sleep on why we gave it to you. We gave it to you because we believe that you'll change it. And man, I I one, uh, I haven't I haven't um I haven't stated this story before in a long time. And so what they did was they told me that they believed in me. And I right. broke my I broke my neck. I had a C4 burst fracture in college. And I wasn't sure that I'd be able to play. I didn't even get to participate in senior, uh, my senior spring uh spring ball because of having to wear a neck brace and not knowing what the outcome would be because I didn't get my neck fused. It was at that time they believed getting your neck fused what hurt my chances of making the league. So the, the school was like, we don't want to hurt your chances. We know how this is, how important this is to you. When he did that, I was like, wow. And so I, I, I stayed with 89 because of the reason why they gave it to me. And so i started to make sure, right. That I was like, well, if they gave it to me to change the misfortune, I guess my goal is to make sure that there's never, ever anybody to 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 wear 89 again. And so that's always been like really how I approach the game. All right, let's, let's jump, let's, let's jump into let's jump into my Panthers. Let's I was gonna say man. let's get let's let's stop the bleeding now. Sticking in Carolina, it's hot seat season. We've had a couple of changes already. Matt Canada out. Matt uh, Canada's out. Oh, that's right. Man. Right be- I know. Hey, I'm let me tell you. That's kind of cutthroat, bro. Right before Thanksgiving, j- hey, just took all his Thanksgiving, right? Well, actually, yeah. he might be. He might be thankful. He gets to work Thanksgiving and not. He gets a check for Thanksgiving, right? And not do any work. 
I'm trying to. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at the bright spot. If he had lost like a normal working man's job, horrible. You can't fire a guy week of Thanksgiving. NFL job where they're going to cash him out. I don't feel as bad. I still feel bad. I don't like anyone losing their job. It's uh, uh, the ugly part of the business. Worst things have happened. Uh, worst things have happened. Worst things have happened. We've talked about them on the show so far today. So that's where. That's where. But what is the the temperature down in Carolina right now? How are people feeling about Frank Reich? Should he be on the hot seat, or do you think pump the brakes? Give it a second. I think pump the brakes. You you don't. I don't think it's fair to fire Frank when. There's so many things, right, that that are out of his wheelhouse in regards to the product on the field. Frank didn't have eight penalties for 90 yards equaling, equaling up to five first downs. Two turnovers, week 11 versus Dallas, fourth game with two-plus turnovers. That's not Frank, right? You can coach and you can – hold guys accountable, but you hold them accountable after the actions or the penalties have been made or the mistakes. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily believe it's, it, it should all fall on Frank because there are some things that are outside of his wheelhouse that I believe you should allow him to at least have a full calendar year to implement his plan. There are some people who believe that he nothing he's done thus far has deemed him getting a job in the beginning. And I disagree. If we look for every fault for every head coach, nobody will be hired. No one is batting a thousand as a head coach. Right there in, in New England, he's won six championships just for New England, not the right. ones that he's won on different staffs. So no one's perfect. But I want to see give Frank more time to you have a full year of free agency of implementing your defense. Like I look at this offensive line, this offensive line, they ran the ball pretty good, right? They accumulated, they outrushed net rushing yards the Dallas Cowboys, 110 to 107, five third down conversions compared to Dallas had seven. They Dallas was seven for 16, Panthers were five for 15. That's not a huge difference. Where it is is in that category, only really less than a minute and a half of time of possession, 31, 21, 28, 39. It's not huge. Where obviously is passing net yards, 204 to 70. 77. Now Bryce had 128, but that also takes away all of that. You know, it, it gets into fuzzy math and stuff, but Bryce was 16 to 29, 123 yards, one touchdown, obviously one interception. That was a pick six, but sacked seven times. There were a number of times Savala, Bozeman, Taylor Moat, Ikiakwana, where guys were just beat. Because those players are pretty darn good. I, I rewatched the game even this morning leading up to this, and there was a play against Savala like that. <laughs> Michael Parson just, yeet, yeet, excuse me, and got straight to the quarterback. Now, there were times on the boundaries, Bryce should have went 
to the field. There's times he went to the field. He should have went to the boundary. If you fire Frank right now, which I'm totally against, and you bring in someone else, some other guru, somebody else with a fresh perspective, here's what he has to bring in. And I, and I, I got to use my blank card in this. So he has to get some, some depth at corner, right? You got J.C. Horn, who hopefully will be back soon. But he's he's injured. Not his fault, but he's injured. Dante Jackson, I believe, maybe they uh, have already done his option year off his rookie deal, or maybe they let him walk. Hill has been playing pretty good um, compared to a guy who, you know, who's had his struggles. But I think he's played a pretty good half. He did a pretty good job against C.D. Lamb. You know, C.D. Lamb didn't have, you know, 11 catches for 150 yards. Yeah, he had a touchdown, but C.D. Lamb is no slouch. C.D. Lamb is a <laughs> heck of a route runner, right? And they're featuring him out the wazoo. This is a team, man, you're two years away. And you got to let your head coach implement his system. Your general manager is actually general managing because you allow Matt Rule to kind of have final say. I think you got to give someone a full 365 days to really assess versus giving somebody six months and say, hey, the outcome isn't great. The lack of patience, this isn't a Panthers fan thing. This is an every fan base thing. The lack of patience. It's it's so rare where a coach actually deserves to get canned year one. I can think of Urban Meyer and Jacksonville. That was yeah. obviously Ooh, bad. Yeah, yeah. Last several year, things. several things. right, yeah, like that one was like, okay, this is clearly a mistake. Like, let's <laughs> let's move on. Please. Last year, last year with Hackett in in Denver, they had hired him to get Aaron Rodgers. Once that didn't work, that was never going to pan out how they had anticipated. So those are the ones I understand. Outside of that, if you're not giving a guy honestly three years. That it's just not a large sample size one year, especially when you also bring in a rookie quarterback like the Panthers have. And if we also talk about the Patriots, switching a coordinator or an entire system for a rookie quarterback, giving him new systems every single year can Doesn't stunt help. development. Yes, it does. It creates bad habits. It yes. stunts the development. It's not good. The rest of the season, what should Panthers fans be looking for with a with an eye on next year? Is it really okay. just how is Bryce looking? Well, obviously, you don't want Bryce to digress. And sure. whatever you had, if you, if it was up here, Panthers fans, you kind of maybe, yeah. I didn't think the Panthers were going to hang for three quarters, and they hung for three quarters. Right. I, I agree. Man, in the, heading in the fourth quarter, it was what, 17 to 10? Yeah. They had a long drive, 12 plays, ran the ball good. Had I think they went for it on fourth down three times. And I love I always love how TV does it where a a player commits a penalty and then they look at the coach. They have the coach. <laughs> like the what, what do you want the coach to do? Right? You want the coach to slam his headphones, then oh, he's too emotional. Right? Then if the coach looks historic, oh, he shows no emotion. I'm just happy we don't see what's going on in his head because oh, I'm probably thinking there's a lot of things going on in his head. <laughs> We've got another rookie showdown coming up for yep. Bryce taking on Will Levis. Yep. Is this 
obviously the 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 uh the matchup against Stroud got the win there. Neither played. Oh, hold part. on, he won against Stroud. No, he did. He sure did. did. Yeah. Oh wow. Sure did. Okay. Uh, neither exactly lit the world on fire that no. game. No. Will Levis, since his first game, he's shown you the other reason he wasn't a first round pick since then. So, is this a is this big moral victory hours coming up, or is this a game you you want to see the Panthers win? I don't want to jinx it. I think this is a game that it, I believe it, they can win. I'm really, I'm really optimistic. Tennessee Titans have once uh, haven't won a road game since week ten of 2022. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. That's tough sledding. That's... Hey, you know what I heard? Oh, oh! <laughs> Last. Now you don't want to be the one to break that streak now either. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what I mean? You you hear a streak like that. It's like when a guy a guy uh, the tie game last minute of the game hasn't missed a free throw all year under these <laughs> circumstances. Crank right off the back rim. Right now the the league's in a weird spot in terms of who's really at the top right now record wise. There are three teams at the top historically. When you see them at the top, it means draft season is here. It means these teams are picking at the top. Right now, you've got the Jags, the Lions, and the Browns. At worst, those teams are seven and three, with the Lions eight and two, first time since I think 1961. Which of these three teams do you believe in the most in terms of postseason chances? Which of these three do you think has an actual chance to make some noise? Which of these three, obviously, we've got different injuries going on. There are a lot of factors at play. But of these three historic uh, doormat organizations, which one do you actually believe in this year? Well, I believe in the Lions. I, I, obviously, I believe in Houston, and I believe in the Jags. Mm-hmm. The question, though, as you ask me, I'm having it, I'm going in my head is, like, I like the Jags, but I also worry about the Jags because I don't I don't think that we can really put our finger on the Jags and say, we know who that team is. Because when you look at the Jags and how they play football, they, they use Ernest Johnson uh, in free agency. They have him. They have... Uh, Travis Etienne, and mm. then they had Tank Bigsby. Mm-hmm. But yet, they're giving a ball to a guy who's wearing a knee brace, Trevor Lawrence, and you put your quarterback in harm's way. Their red zone offense is razzle-dazzle. They yeah. traditionally don't just line up. My guys are going to beat your guys. They have some kind of trickeration going on that I believe at some point that's going to bite them in the butt some point in this later in the season, because here's the last back half of their, of their game. The 26th, they're playing the Houston, Texas. That's going to be a huge game. I think that's yeah. the game of Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That's for the, first place. The AFC South is Whoever wins that mm-hmm. puts himself in great position 
And obviously with Joe Burrow not being there, they're playing the Bengals. I don't know what Browning is going to look like. But I hope he's surprised. I hope he makes a game out of it. And then they go against the Browns, who now Joe Flacco is on the practice squad. He's been elevated to a backup, whatever they are. They have DTR as quarterback where they're moving him around. And it's great. But that defense is where this Cleveland Browns team Mm -hmm. is. That defense keeps them in games no matter who's at the quarterback helm. But then they got December – so they got December 10th, they play the Browns. Who knows how that's going to shape out. Then the 17th, they got the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, not an easy – not an easy no, stretch. No, it's not. And when you already have an offense that you can't really tell who they are, right? This game is going to tell you exactly. I don't want to say are they for real because they're they are for real. The record says they're for real. They're seven and three. Now the question is going to be: Can they against the better opponents? play well. I, I put them in the same category as the Miami Dolphins with the sure. with who are they really? Because if yeah. some of the bigger opponents, the bigger games, you walk away and you go, oh, dang it, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers two weeks ago, that game was over immediately. The yeah. the Jags were instantly in a hole. They never got out I of mean, it. Obviously, was, I know it was a away game, but the, the 49ers band was, they were playing like <laughs> By five minutes in the first quarter, it was. I mean, it was immediate. Yeah. Uh, and, and what you said is kind of how I feel about it. When I look at the Browns, even with the questions at quarter uh, quarterback, I know their defense is elite. Like yes. every game, every game elite. When I look at the Lions, Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl before, and they have an elite offensive line and an elite running game right now with an elite receiver, and I'm on Ross St. Brown. Like, I can point to things on those teams and be like, all right, there's reason for me to believe in them. The Jags I was very high on coming into the season. They're sitting here at 7-3 and three if they beat Houston this Sunday. They have, like, a commanding lead in this division. And, but- it's, gonna be, and it's gonna be tough because C.J. Stroud, look, he had three picks last week, and they still won a football game and he he said something on Sunday after the game. He said he went to his coach. His coach said, you better keep throwing like that. The D'Amico believing in him that much, even when a guy's struggling, goes a long way. Because oh, then when he needs that game-winning drive, I think believe that's two game-winning drives in two straight weeks. Like, yeah, that 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 team's completely bought in to everything yeah. D'Amico's telling them, everything. See, I don't even want to give him all the credit. He deserves a ton of it, but oh, CJ deserves, also. He deserves all the credit. There's also people, you know, they said, when is Steve going to admit that it was the wrong pick? Five years from now, when we can make that decision? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. right? it, like, if we're 10 games in and we're saying that CJ, one, 10 games in, CJ Stroud is a hell of a football player. Un- uh, unreal. Right. That's that's I don't, I, I don't need to admit that he's a hell of a football player. The fact that we're talking about him says and we talk about current events and talk about obviously Carolina and what's going on. But CJ Strout is a great pick for the Houston Texans. I don't know if Bryce Young was a great pick for the Carolina Panthers because the Carolina Panthers are one and nine. Right. My rookie season. I don't know if Steve Smith was a good pick for the Carolina Panthers because I was one in fifteen, 
and I did not get a chance to play wide receiver. Everything's a rush now. You oh, got to immediately, you have to be great. And uh, a lot of it's because of that list you just read. People have that fresh in their minds. Look back at, you said Justin Herbert's name. He was number two on that list. Him and Tua went back to back. After one year, Tua didn't look great. Justin Ooh, Herbert looked really? like this world beater. And it was like, oh, yeah, the Dolphins missed. And now the uh, the Chargers are scuffling. They might be firing their head coach. Herbert, well, well, still really good. I, listen, I'm not going to – the Chargers owner is – you can't predict what that guy's going to do. If he's got a guy under contract, he may just let him play out the contract. Well, yeah, I, I think he let him finish out the season. But Staley, I don't know what the hell he doing. Goodness gracious. I, I don't know that he does. <laughs> like I, every time I look at that, I just ask which Chargers team is going to show up because they have a ton. They have a ton of talent. They just lost. They just lost Joey Bosa. That mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. And to see how emotional he is, he already knows that's a long process, man, on that foot. Yeah. Oh, Man, to see how emotional I, I really, I really felt bad. Let's let's talk about the Lions, though. Okay. Man, I, I I'm scared. I think the Lions are in a great position, but I also think the Lions it could get funky real fast. And here's what how I mean. so. Well, we already know exactly who the Lions are. They're going to run the football. They're going to pass the football. I, I'm, I'm predicting the Lions have two opportunities, and 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 Brian here is a true Lions fan. I have the Lions going, Brian. Realistically, they can finish twelve and five, or thirteen and four. And here's here's why, they're playing the they're playing the Packers on Thanksgiving. I got that a dub. Get that dub. But so, right? Then they got the Saints. I got them beating the Saints. And then I can see them winning or losing to the Broncos because the Broncos obviously have changed and playing pretty darn good football. Now they just lost, they just lost Green Jacks for another four games. So that's, that's a huge, that's a huge blow because he, Great locker room guy, the quarterback of that defense, uh, the tone setter of that defense, right? If I was going across the middle, he sure would have me looking like I'm in Europe. I'm looking both ways before I cross the Green <laughs> Jackson Street. I'm right and left, right? Um, then they play the Vikings twice, so I think they're going to split jo- uh, Josh Dobbs actually – getting more and more familiar. And I got them taking the L to the Cowboys. I look at their strength. It started when they drafted Panay Sewell, honestly. And that's when it was just like, okay, now this unit, because they already had a couple of really good guys there. Now this unit is our strength. We can build everything around this. Um, yeah, 13 and 4 feels like the floor to me. Mm. Okay. So, And here, here's, here's what makes me worry. Because they're, you know, with obviously the Eagles winning last night, great game. I'm not even going to get into the drops because everybody's saying the drops. It was tough. I mean, Patrick Mahomes well, is out there. Patrick Mahomes out there dropping dimes, bro. I mean, that, it was he's dime the best. After, it, it was dime after dime after dime. I don't want you to get too deep into the drops, but I saw Tyreek 
say it's not that easy to be catching a like a high arcing pass when it's those bright lights and a night that is game. true that okay. is true it is but our job is to catch football though no doubt and before you get <laughs> before you go into the mention steve you never dropped a pass drop several and you can and someone said said i led the league in drops actually i led the nfc south in drops which was i believe six and that same year Anthony Gonzalez was five, and there was other people that was four. So I don't, you know, some people are using uh, my name to get more likes and mentions and getting into the algorithm. Yes, every receiver has dropped a football. Yes. Once, twice, or ten times in their career. Uh, last time I checked, there's only one person, one person that's perfect, and nor is he or she on these mentions. So again. So we've we've talked about some coaches on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. There's been a quarterback that's been on the hot seat kind of since he walked into the league. Second overall pick right behind Trevor Lawrence. He's lost his job again. Zach Wilson got pulled last game. I don't know how, I don't know how he lost his job. <laughs> well he, here's the thing people were like uh, the Jets just gave up on him. No, they didn't. They traded for Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. They long gave up on Zach Wilson. Like they, they did not did, plan on. See, here's a question: Did they give up on him, or did they really? Did they, did they just make the decision that he's not the guy? I, I feel bad because they put themselves in this position. If you're already gonna trade for Aaron Rodgers. And obviously, this is hindsight, so everybody has the great idea. Sure, the sure. Fact. So let me throw my great idea in there. <laughs> Just we doing it. Why? Why? I was at training camp with the Jets, and I watched them. I watched them in training camp. Check down Charlie, bro. Yeah. There were like several times, and he threw the football to the back when it was clearly the protection, the play, deem him to go here, 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 but he went here. All right. The problem the Jets and the league has done is they got, it's, this is funny. It's almost check the Carfax. They want to make sure a guy is a complete lemon before they let them go. Just my personal, my humble personal opinion, teams are saying we don't want to be Jerry Glanville who traded away Brett Favre. We don't want the team to be the team that let Kurt Warner go work a regular job and then come back and be a MVP of the league and win the Super Bowl. So we have to make sure that there are no stone unturned that, nope, he can't play. Can't play at all. And we have to live through what we're living through before it becomes apparent. Thirteen quarters before they had touchdown from this offense 
13 quarters. I mean, to lose a game is one thing, but you're losing because you cannot, will not, and shall not score points. Right, right, unless the defense scores them, yeah. And the only way you're able to score points is because you put your punter in to complete a fourth down pass. (laughs) And it wasn't like it was a, a long pass. It was a quick out. Right. It's bad. And, but what, what I don't get, Tim Boyle, had, I don't know how, and this is no disrespect, I don't know how he's in the NFL. It's He's not even new into the NFL. He's been in the NFL for quite some time. He was not good in college. He has some of the stranger college stats you'll ever see out of someone who made it to this league. This is going to sound somewhat insane, but it's the Jets. Why play a quarterback in this game? I watched the Miami Dolphins come into New England with no quarterback, use two running backs the whole game. They won that game. Why? Like, you know what your ceiling is. It's super low. It's one of those tiny homes. They do not have a high ceiling with either of these quarterbacks. Why not try something that the defense can't even, like, pretend to be prepared for coming into a Sunday? You know what I mean? Like, why not... What, what are you going to lose? You have nothing to lose. They don't – they have to make sure. They, they're for, for whatever reason, they, they're, they're scared and, and, and thinking that maybe if he goes somewhere else, he'll be, he'll, he'll be better. Mm, he won't. But here's the thing that I, I know why they had to make the change. You look at some of the wide receivers that are running routes. They're running routes, bro, in their mind going, man, this dude ain't going to throw me the ball anyway. And then the new guy throws in the ball. Garrett Wilson makes a fumble. Do you know why he made that fumble? He wasn't ready for a ball to be thrown near. (laughs) No, no. The the fumble where he caught it is because, gosh, who knows when I'm going to get another pass. So let me try to score from 99 yards out now. (laughs) Right? And so he, he, he makes that mistake. Then the other time they throw it, and these guys have been running for three quarters and have no chance of catching a football. Complaining, rightfully so, mm-hmm. frustrated, and then a ball comes to them, and they've been so not focused that now they got to get focused and it's too late. Right. And, and, and I'm not giving those guys an out, but I am saying, hu- you know, humans. Right. You're going, man, I've been running routes for the last seven weeks. I ain't got a ain't got a football in sight. <laughs> it's it's very brutal. And so they're on the bubble right now. Six and five with the Bills. The Bills are looking so much better now, right? Um <laughs> like they scored a lot of points, but let's be honest. Offensively, oh, it was yeah, they I was gonna say they didn't really look better. They start the game off, they they force the fumble on the kickoff. They're at like the 20. They settle for a field goal. They basically go three and out. If that had happened anywhere else on the field, they're punting. Uh so that's where it was like, okay. And then they get another field goal after that. Uh Khalil Shakir breaks that crazy long run. But outside of that, the offense didn't it wasn't magic. Oh, you fired a guy, and this is a warning to everyone else who wants their coaches fired. Just firing a guy doesn't magically fix all the issues. Well, I love what Joe Brady they I was watching the broadcast and they said Joe Brady had said this. And I was when I was doing a Panthers preseason game, I noticed this. 
And I noticed this and I asked him this. And this is some of the times where I'm sitting here and people go, what, what's Steve's deal? Sometimes when I have these smiles and smirks, because I remember asking Joe Brady this. I said, um, I said, I went back and watched your film. Your run to pass ratio. What's, you know, how would you categorize it? And Joe Brady goes, well, you know, we got behind on the sticks last, you know, last year. Uh, and I went back and watched the first six games. And I remember like they first opening game, it was COVID. So they were, I think, playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. And they motioned Kirsten McCaffrey out of the backfield. First play and throw him a little route. Run pass ratio under Joe Brady still doesn't exist. Joe Brady said this. He said, I learned in Carolina that the players, I got to learn the players not rely so much on the system. I walked out of that meeting when I met with Joe Brady and I said this. He's going to be a problem as an offensive coordinator because he was at LSU. I also heard that it was a group offensive game plan, not Joe Brady calling the plays and drawing up his own system. My problem or my head-scratching moment as Joe Brady, as offense coordinator, whether it was in Carolina or being with the Buffalo Bills, I just hope Joe Brady doesn't believe that his system, he's the smartest guy in the room, and everyone else just needs to line up where I tell them to line up where the system what the system will make the players be successful instead of yes it's a system but you got to have some players too and i'm not sure the bills firing the head firing the offensive coordinator is going to make a huge difference because of the re- remainder of their schedule They're six and five. Colts are five and five. Broncos are five and five. Bengals are five and five. Raiders are five and six. Chargers four and six. Jets are four and six. So let's go ahead and eliminate the Colts because Gardner meant you. I'm going to eliminate the Bengals because of Browning. I, I, I think the Raiders have a chance with Pierce. What, is, what does Pierce have to do to make this his job long-term? Because you, I feel like this happens once a year to some team. The interim comes in, everybody immediately buys into him, whether it was because they hated the previous guy that much or they genuinely liked the new guy. I think, and then they, I think it's both. They genuinely like the new guy and they just like the old guy, right? Sure, I wasn't even just talking about the Raiders. I was talking about in general when, when a switch like this happened. Like last year with the Panthers, they got rid of rule. They they brought up uh, – why am I blanking on uh, the, the 49ers defense? Steve Wilkes. Everyone buys in. They move on from Steve Wilkes. Like, and, and the Panthers played well under him. So that's where it's like what, what does – what do the Raiders need to show the rest of the year for Pierce to hold on to that yeah, job, I, be the guy long-term? Well, I think it's, you know, obviously in the interview process. And then also when they ha- hire these consulting firms, what these consulting firms are saying and checking a box of telling them, telling some of the owners what they, who, who they should um, get, right? This, <clears throat> I heard a story one, I heard a story a long, long time ago when I was working another, uh, 
when I first got into to media, into this business, and I heard someone say, um, some of the owners will hire or ask um, people questions. So I heard this one time, and it made a lot of sense. Just go with me with this long, short story. <laughs> some owners are asked, what kind of head coach are you looking for? And there are some owners who have no idea what kind of head coach they're looking for until they start interviewing guys. And then they realize, okay, well, I'm looking for this and I don't want that. And I'm looking for that. And I, I like this. I don't like that. And so it's a lot of it has to do with when you look at owners, their pre, how they were successful. Most of the guys that were successful in the business they were in was never football. Yeah. And so sometimes they don't always know what type of coach they're looking for in football because they're learning as they go. Right. There's some owners who have been owning teams for a long time and have had success with a particular head coach and then have hired another head coach. And that head coach won a Super Bowl with the other regime of player of players that the original coach got them. And then they haven't actually won anything since that owner has been a general manager since, if you get what I'm was team referring to. Yeah. (laughs) So it just shows you there's no foolproof plan. You, I mean, look at Andy Mm Reid. Andy Reid wins two Super Bowls now in Kansas city, but Andy Reid had a great tenure in the Philadelphia Eagles. He did. Just the ball just never went his never went his way with the Eagles. That doesn't mean he's not a good coach. No, it's it goes back to the patience conversation a little bit because Andy Reid couldn't have gotten closer with the Eagles. Like every year they were in the NFC Championship game. Every year with McNabb, they had a rotating cast of of receivers. There was always something new happening there. And it wasn't until Mahomes, even with Alex Smith, he had that team humming in Kansas City, but couldn't get over the hump until he got this generational quarterback. And now the perception has changed when it really should have just... And that quarterback sat a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was Reed's call. You know what I mean? That was the plan they had as an organization, and they executed it perfectly. And now the perception's changed when it probably shouldn't. It should always have just been what it is now. It's wonky and you never know. You just never know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. Funny game. Very funny game. Um, Game I'm looking forward to is uh, Houston and Jaguars. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. And then I'm looking forward to the Carolina Panthers get to Tennessee Titans. I'm worried about the Tennessee Titans because Derrick Henry has, has not had a great big game and I hope this is not the game that he he, he <laughs> has a good game right the secondary for the Tennessee Titans I'm I'm ex- I'm ex- I'm kind of excited for those for the wide receivers to get opportunity because uh if you look at what was going on with Ridley and and all those guys man they were catching passes they couldn't cover it was a tough day uh I'm I'm hoping that trend continues but the two people that scare me on the defense for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tart, clogging up the middle, 
being problematic for Bozeman and Simmons. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Simmons, beast. So if you can try to run away from those guys and get those guys moving and try to slow down their 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 disruptiveness, you know, I, I, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm hoping that this is a game. And you blitz Will Levis, you know, week eight. Since Will Levis was blitz, since Will Levis had that great game against the Atlanta Falcons, pretty much reality has kind of set in. He looked mm-hmm. extremely nervous. I mean, he he looked uncomfortable back there. Um, and I hope, you know, blitzing him, getting him uncomfortable, getting some penetration, disruptive, uh, can help uh, solidify and make this game, um, uh, you know, winnable for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it should be a big Brian Burns game. He should be getting after it. I, I hope so. I hope so. I, and I hope some of the other guys step up too, right? For On sure. the other side that, that, can, that can make – that can make the Tennessee Titans feel like they have, they can't just, you know, double team Brian Burns, right? Right, right. Frankie Louvu still can, uh, continues to cause havoc. Yeah, I'm looking forward to 49ers Seahawks. That's the nightcap on Thanksgiving. That's like you said earlier. What what Seahawks team are we gonna get? Yeah. Who are we gonna see? They're uh, Kenneth Walker was banged up last week. They're not worried about it. Geno Smith missed what, two whole quarters before he came back in to win that game? How's he going to look on the short week? Uh, so that's a battle for first place type of game. So we don't get a lot of those. Um, Funga going down is going to hurt him, man. Jeez. It's brutal. brutal. That's going to hurt him. And it- um, I also have Jags-Texans, another battle for first place. And then my last game is the complete opposite. It's the battle for the number one pick. You got giants patriots I need Tommy DeVito to be slinging that thing all Tommy over the DeVito field. Tommy DeVito playing. He said, hey, I got a job <laughs> interview, and I am prepared and ready, right? Uh, I tell you a game that I, I, I'm worried about, right? Okay. And I called it last year, and I said it in the summer. I, I think they let him in the season. But is this, I think this is it for Ron Rivera with the Washington Commanders. You would think you would, that's a tough loss against the G. You can't lose to that Giants team. Can't do it. He did it. He sure did. Yeah, he sure he, he absolutely did. Uh, Howells looked okay at times. He wasn't great against the Commanders. Uh, he's looked mostly good. That's not a game. I mean, the Giants have been terrible. All the, I think those are 67% of their wins are at the commanders. Like they've, they've beat them twice this year and they've got three wins. Like that's, they can't have that on the resume. Those may be the only three, unless the Patriots pull off this loss. Like I need them to, that's going to be the majority of their wins are going to be against the commanders. That division team. You can't have that. Hey, Mike Singletary said the best. Can't win with them. <laughs> Another great episode of cut to it. I'm Steve. Hey, Smith. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm very thankful for you, for Brian, for Joe, JB, everybody who helps out here, Dean, everyone, and Lou, everybody who helps out with this program of ours. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to the viewers. If you're thankful for us, smash that thumbs up for us, please, and thank you. I'm Coley Mick. I'm I'm thankful for Coley and the team as well. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy holidays. And, uh, man, another day. Uh Man, another season, another opportunity. You know, somebody didn't wake up this morning, right? 
but the facts we did. So, uh, you know, thankful for that. Uh, thankful. So uh, happy Thanksgiving, man. And I'm Steve Smith, Sr. Uh, that's Coley Mick. This is Cut To It. We out. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.